It's now one o'clock in the morning in London, and uh, I'm on a train for the drunk people. Exhausted, just walked about 24 miles through the city for the last eight hours. I took a different train out to London because we were told it would be running all night. And then it stopped running. So there was one last train out of London, and so we just got on it. Not entirely sure where it's gonna end up, but I, all I know is that our flight out of here is in a few hours. And uh, I, you know, I hope I make the flight, that's always the goal. But to be honest, I'm not entirely sure how this is gonna pan out. But uh, I don't know, I'm just recording this because I thought it might make a cool intro for the podcast. This is the theme song to my podcast. I stole this song off the internet because I needed a theme song for my podcast. Please don't sue me. Please don't sue me. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is so good to be here again. I, it's so good to be here at all. I, I've been so, so sick. I've been so sick. Like, you know, when, like, I don't know how it was in your home growing up, right? But in my home growing up and in the homes of most people I, I've talked to about this, it seems like as kids, we were always kind of sick, but we bounced back so easily, right? You know, someone always had a runny nose or a sore throat or, or, or a cold or a fever or whatever. And your parents were just kind of made of, of, of steel, like untouchable. But every once in a while, you one of your parents would get sick and they just would be out of commission for like weeks. The same kind of sick. They would just have a runny nose or whatever, but it would just take them out. Right. Like I remember sitting there like, God, is, is I know I know dad's got a fever, but like. Is this motherfucker gonna die? Like, I, I, you know, I'm I'm six years old, and I haven't seen anyone die, but like, my intuition tells me this motherfucker might die. But I think it's just as an adult now who just felt like I was gonna die. I, it's I, it has to be an age thing. It has to be an age thing. When you're young, you you know you you you're built you're built for the shit. You bounce back. You're made of rubber when you're six, seven years old. Shit, when you're 12 years old. But goddamn, I got sick in uh, in Gibraltar. Like, I, I was climbing these stairs. And, like, I'm, I'm climbing these stairs. Okay, so when I left for Gibraltar, I was already feeling not so well. Um, I, I was just just getting the beginnings of it because my son was sick. And uh, he he decided to share it with me. I think it was like the day before I left, I started feeling, you know, just a little weak, a little shitty. And so <clears throat> my voice is probably fucked. Like I, I told you, right? Like it's been two and a half weeks since I've podcasted because I've been just destroyed, but I'm on the come up and uh, like I don't feel sick anymore, but tell that to my throat, <clears throat> excuse me, but I'm walking up these stairs um, up the rock of Gibraltar, right? And there's, there's literally thousands of stairs and, you know, you're at high elevation, so it's cold. I'm already feeling shitty and I'm sweating and I'm, 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 I'm gasping for air because I only look like I'm in shape, right? Put me on thousands of stairs. I'm going to expose myself real quick. You can watch all of this, by the way, this, it's on a vlog I put on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fort TV, F R T TV. Oh, shameless plug. But I mean, it is relevant. You know, we're talking about it. So I'm walking up these stairs and I get halfway up and it's like, fuck, I got to go to the top. I mean, you know, you get in that fight or flight mode where like you're panicked. I'm looking at all these stairs. I got to still climb. And I feel like I can't I feel like I can't do one more, let alone 500 more. And I'm like, I right, well, I mean, I could either go back down and then figure out how the fuck else I'm going to get to the top, even though I've already walked up half. Or I just soldier the fuck up and, and, and keep walking. So I kept walking and I made it to the top, but I'd say about at five, at, at step 800 or whatever, like I felt myself get sick. Have you ever felt that? It was like, it was like in Space Jam when, when the motherfucking aliens go, when, you know, they're, they're, they're traveling across the, the basketball court and they like go into Charles Barkley. 
And he's like, and he starts like doing the robot almost. That's how it felt. I like I felt the sickness enter me and take over my body. And I was like, oh, shit, I think I just got sick. Like that's that's never happened before. You know, you wake up, you feeling a little shitty. You know, you feel scratchiness in your throat. You're like, oh, God, I'm probably gonna get sick. It wasn't like that. It was like, boom. Oh, shit. I, I think I'm sick. It was wild. I really hope it doesn't sound terrible. I, I can hear it in my headphones, and it sounds fucking awful. So forgive me if it sounds awful. Shit, maybe it sounds better. I don't know. Maybe I sound less nasally and less like a bitch. <laughs> um, but anyway, my name is Zach Gadzooks, if you're nasty, and this is the sixth episode of On The Way Down. Something the world needs to do is it needs to respect how difficult it is for someone with a gap in their teeth the size of mine to say the word sixth, right? That's a motherfucker of a word. If you got a giant hole in your face that you've had since birth, sixth. It's like around every corner is is a, a potential disaster in that word. There's an S, an X, and a TH. Like that's a word designed for failure. But you know, I, I've been here a while. I've been here a while. I've been doing this a while. The whole talking thing. So sixth. People take their motherfucking speech for granted. I swear to God. But anyway, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you are so inclined, please uh, subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Not us, me. I'm the only one here. I always say us. Why why do people do that? Why do people do that? Give us a five-star rating. Uh, Leave a cool comment. Leave leave a shitty comment. I don't know. know. Don't leave a shitty comment. Leave a nice comment. Or just don't leave a comment. But you know what does uh what does bambi's mother say if you don't say if you ain't got nothing nice to say just 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 don't say shit i think that's exactly how she said it and i don't think it was bambi's mother who said it someone else said that but that was good advice nonetheless for young bambi we are officially on itunes um i couldn't be happier about that if you've been listening to the older episodes, you know how how much of a pain in the ass it's been trying to get it on there. I, it's it's been such a pain in the ass. I think like I've I documented everything, right? I just like made made a list. I, I took some notes. I think I'm gonna make a YouTube video. I mean, you could definitely find other YouTube videos, but I couldn't find one. I found one. I found one specifically kind of geared toward the problem I was having. But it was literally, I'm not, I'm not knocking anyone's hustle, right? Whatever. It, it takes a lot of effort. I think I've talked about that before, right? The, the law of effort. That motherfucker put a lot of effort and then put in a YouTube video out there. Like when it's way easier just not to. So no disrespect, but it was a really shitty video, right? It, it, it literally was like a 17 minute video of him just rambling and ranting. I realize this is coming from the guy who turns on a microphone every once in a while and just rants and rambles with no real clear defined path in which to head. But that's neither here nor there. The point is it was an instructional video and it took 17 minutes for him to say what literally could have been done in two minutes. Right? So I feel like, I feel like I could do at least 10 minutes. Um, so no, I, I think I'm, I'm going to do that because it was an absolute nightmare trying to get it on iTunes. And if I would have just known a few things, it would have sped the process, sped, speeded. It would have been a lot quicker. It would have, it would have made the process much quicker and much smoother but, you know, it is what it is. You learn. We learn as we go, baby. So, yeah, um, we're on iTunes. God damn it. And I tell you, since we've been on iTunes, I've been getting a lot more feedback. Because people use iTunes. I use iTunes. Oh, I don't use iTunes. Eh. Um, I use Overcast. But, yeah, since I've been on iTunes, I've gotten a lot of feedback. And it's been all positive. Um, I You know, I doubt... People are going to be like, oh, by the way, this shit sucks. Unless you're my friend. I did get a few trash emojis texted to me from uh, from a few unnamed sources. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they were just bullshitting. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they think it's trash and they're just super honest. That's cool. But since I've been on iTunes, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. And that's because people, you know, I mean, it's iTunes. I think... Most people who listen to podcasts, they listen to it on iTunes. So I'm like, uh, like we out there. We out there in the world now, baby. Like motherfuckers are hearing. 
and that's cool. People are subscribing. Um, I got a, I think I got a few comments. That's, that's tight. It was, it was definitely worth the wait and worth the headache. Like I said, it would have been less of a headache had I known a few things. So, you know, now I'm going to kind of pay it forward and put those few things out there in, uh, in clear sight. And so, so that people can understand them. You don't have to sit through 20 minutes of me blabbering to, 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 to get the information. So I feel like that's low key, like that's my responsibility as someone who benefited from that information in a very inefficient way. So now let's make it more efficient. You know what I'm saying? But in the feedback I've gotten uh, from from people since I've been on iTunes, there's the, the reoccurring word I keep hearing is inspiring. That's what people keep telling me, like, yo, this, this shit is real inspiring. And they say it they say it in, in a way that's like like they're surprised which is tight because like, shit, I'm just as surprised, to be honest. Hearing that it's inspiring is inspiring to me. I've been wanting to have a podcast for probably five years, and I've had the equipment to do so for about two years, right? That's how long I've been wanting to do this, and I've just not been doing it because, frankly, this shit's kind of a pain in the ass to me. Um it's, this is like going to the gym. Like I go to the gym all the time and it sucks every single fucking time. That's a big misconception. I don't know how it is for everyone, but people are always like, well, like they haven't straight up said, but like they're implying that like, I'm somehow lucky that I enjoy going to the gym. And if, if they only enjoyed exercise, they would be in good shape too. I'm just like, motherfucker, no, I don't enjoy this shit. I, I, I do it because it's necessary. I enjoy it after. I enjoy feeling the way I do. And frankly, I enjoy looking the way I do. But it, it's a grind. It's an absolute grind every single time. I don't like waking up at 5 in the morning going to the gym. I don't like going to the gym at, at 1 p.m., right? No one likes going to the gym. You Once you get there and you get in the groove, you might start enjoying it. Afterward, you definitely enjoy it. You enjoy the satisfaction of knowing that you went, you feel accomplished, right? You you feel better, you got more energy, so on and so forth. But no one likes going to the gym. That's how I feel about podcasting. I enjoy the fact that I'm, yeah, I got a podcast. That feels fucking great to be able to say. I enjoy when people subscribe. I enjoy when people give me feedback. I enjoy when people tweet me or, or DM me on, on Instagram and tell me, like, you know, they quote a little thing I said that they said was either inspiring or funny or whatever. That's great. It really is great. And I appreciate you doing that if you've done that. But what I'm doing right now fucking sucks, to be honest. Um, half of the reason probably is that I, I haven't gotten in a good groove because I travel so often and because I, I got fucking so sick if i haven't mentioned that already mostly i'm just happy to still be here like i said i I thought i was gonna die i was like damn should i go to the doctor i realized some people get a sore throat and they go right to the doctor me i'm like damn i don't know i could still walk so i don't know i'm gonna hold off on the doctor let's see let's see how i feel tomorrow i'm not bleeding through my eye sockets so uh, i think maybe the doctor can hold off it's really noisy in my house right now and i don't like it because I was supposed to wake up early. It's Saturday, by the way. It is, this is the first time I've ever podcasted at this time. It's 7.36, right? Which is like the afternoon for me. And I set my alarm for five. I was going to wake up at five and do this. But then I woke up at seven and realized, oh, that whole, it's a weekday. So, you know, when you set your alarm, you can set it for seven days a week or just weekdays or weekends or whatever. So I had that, I, I you know, I ticked the, uh, the 5 a.m. one, which is the time I usually wake up, but it's only for weekdays and it's Saturday. So my phone was like, yep, I'm going to just let you sleep. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of nice to sleep, but now I'm up and you know, it's just, I feel weird because my, I hear, I hear my dog walking around, my, my son's up, I, my wife's rummaging around. I, I don't, I don't know what they're doing, but it's not their fault. They're just going about their lives. And here I am. I should have been up two hours ago doing this. Oh, we're talking about inspiration. So it is inspiring when people tell me that they find this podcast inspiring because like I said, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And the fact that I haven't or hadn't done it for a long time, I, I always felt this like burning 
shit in my chest like god damn you're a bitch god damn you're a loser why haven't you started it yet right and so and i just didn't i just didn't and so what i'm getting at is had i started it back when i first wanted to it wouldn't have been anything like this right I, I change as a person probably, it feels like weekly, but definitely annually. Um, and I get better every year just as a person. And I say that with humility. I say that out of appreciation. And had I started this four years ago, it would have been a completely different show. It would probably have been like super rap music related because I was entrenched in that world. I would have done the whole rapper thing. Like, let's just interview rappers because everyone cares about rappers, right? That's applicable to everyone's lives. And it's not like there's other rap podcasts already. No one's already had that idea. So I I wouldn't have been nearly as comfortable opening up to the extent that I do now. I wouldn't have been as comfortable just kind of letting it all hang and uh just putting it all out there and i think that's what people well that's what people tend to like when uh whenever they're giving feedback they like how honest i am and how open i am and uh just how loose i sound and that's because you know i i was i was 27 then 28 then when i when i was thinking about doing this and and i had a real i was still my ego was still intact now i i got a little i got just enough ego to keep going but for the most part, everything, I've given up in a positive way, right? I haven't given up. I've surrendered. That's a better way to put it. There's a difference between giving up and surrendering. Giving up implies that you're defeated, right? That's what you do when you're defeated. Surrendering has the acceptance factor, I think. I'm just making this shit up. But this is this is my interpretation of those words, Right surrendering is when you're like, okay, I accept what is, I'm going to rock with what is, and we're going to make this work or it's not going to work, but either way, this is all I got. So that's what you're going to get because that's all I can give. And so that's kind of the mental space I'm in now. That's definitely the space I wasn't in four years ago. And so that's the long roundabout way of saying that maybe we're right on track. You know, I was, I've been thinking about that. Like I spend so much time worrying about the shit I haven't done yet or the shit I still want to do. I'm like, fuck, I'm 32 years old, which is relatively young, but in the art world, and that sounded real pretentious, in the art world, um, in the industry, in the biz, in in this world that I occupy, thirty twos. I'm I'm, a, I'm on the bottom half of the hourglass. is getting is getting a little full down here. You know what I'm saying? So being the age I am, and being in a in a scene, for lack of a better term, that kind of is run and occupied by younger people. It's uh, it's easy to feel like a goddamn dinosaur, but at the same time, I wouldn't trade players with these young motherfuckers, man. You know how much shit I know they don't know. Like you, you know, like granted, the, like, the only cool thing about being young is you have more life, provided you don't get hit by a bus or light on fire or fall off a building or you know. But assuming we're all just gonna live out our days until you know age kills us. The cool, the only cool thing about being young is you have more days, right? Everything else, fuck all that. That, and you don't get sick for three weeks. But aside from, okay, those two things, aside from those two things, give me 32 over 21 any day of the motherfucking week, right? So this podcast is a lot better at 32 than it would have been at 27, 28. And so I'm, I'm glad that I, I get to inspire people um and i do say get to because i don't necessarily mean to most of the inspiring shit i say i'm just, it's just me on my soapbox i'm just i'm just on my denzel shit like i just like i just like blacking out and going off on on these tangents and sometimes like I, i'm kind of notorious for that right i always have been but most of the time it's been negative i'm either roasting somebody or i'm uh, i'm ranting about i don't know whatever people rant about 
but it's all kind of been from like a, a negative view. And it's because negativity is funny as fuck to me, right? I like dark humor. I like, I, I love that shit, but it don't, it don't help nobody, including me. So the truth is any positive adjustments I've made are actually for me and they're not for you. And I'm, I say that humbly, like I had to take care of myself. So I made the switch for me and, and that's naturally what I talk about now. That's, that's the, uh, that's the perspective I bring to most conversations now. And that allows whoever I'm talking to, in this case, you, now you hear me and you think I'm trying to inspire you, but really this is just how I am now. And, uh, it's spilling off in onto you and, and, and that's tight. I guess it's just, it's all about mind state and it's a, it's just, it's like the gym, right? Like I'm, I'm in the most positive mind state I've been in, in my life in 32 years. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're younger than 10, all that shit don't count. What you got to worry about when you're, when you're younger than 10 and you don't live in Somalia or some shit. What I'm saying is it's all about mind state and this isn't how I am naturally, but it is how I've chosen to be because it's how I've wanted to be. Remember a few episodes back, we're talking about don't do things the person you are does, do things the person you want to be would do. That's a complicated sentence. I just spit that out. Um, that's the, the person I want to be isn't miserable all the time. So people that aren't miserable all the time, don't talk about miserable shit because talking about miserable shit will make you miserable. So I've made the decision to not talk about miserable shit all the time, just so I'm not miserable. And a plus to that is now I'm not the guy who always talks about miserable shit. And when you listen to someone who talks about miserable shit, it spills off onto you. You ever listen to someone complain for so long and suddenly like you feel like you're in a bad mood? I don't want to do that to people. That's whack to me. And so, cause I, I'm surrounded by people like that. Right. And once you're aware of it, you can kind of navigate it better. Like now I'm not as susceptible to people's negativity. It's not like I, as soon as someone starts talking on some negative shit, it's not like I'm like, Oh, nope, nope. Can't, can't hang out with you. Let me know when you're in a better mood, sir. It's not like that. It's that now that I'm aware I can kind of put my guard up just mentally and internally and they won't even know. I'll just kind of let them go off on their tangent. But the whole time I'm just like, eh, you know, any minute now this motherfucker's going to stop complaining and then we can continue with life. I don't let it affect me anymore because I'm aware of it. So the fact that I'm in a good place and I have this outlet now to kind of uh, put it all out there, it's tight because now other people can listen and you know, what I'm, what I'm hearing is that it's rubbing off on them and kind of helping them in their life. And I feel really weird saying that. I don't feel weird. I feel grateful. I'm definitely grateful for that, but I feel, I feel like I'm full of shit to be honest, but I mean, it is happening. People are hitting me up left and right, telling me how, how much they like this and how, how much better it made their day or whatever. And that I can't tell you how tight that is, especially because that ain't really the goal. It's not like I'm not trying to do that. But when I started a podcast, I knew I wanted it to be funny, right? Cause I like, I like being funny. I like people, I like making people laugh and I wanted it to be, you know, edgy and irreverent and just kind of loose. I didn't want it to be, I, I wanted to be free form, right? Like I'm going to get guests. I know I keep saying that. I, I swear, I swear to God, I'm going to get guests. I, I talk to people all the time. I, I just, I have a bunch lined up. I have a few motherfucking guests that are, if I don't have subscribers yet, they're coming. So I'm not going to say anything, but I have a few guests that you've seen in movies and, and whatever, and, and we'll just leave it at that. I'm very grateful for being in the position I am. So I knew I wanted to have guests, and but I still want this to be freeform, just kind of throw it all out there. I didn't necessarily think it would be inspiring because, again, all the time I've spent wanting to do this, haven't it hasn't been from a standpoint of inspiration. I've, I haven't been inspired. I've just been, I've really just wanted attention and I still want attention. A lot of us in, in this realm, in this uh, creator's realm, we all want attention, but I was more 
desperate for attention than I am now. Now I'm just like, well, 32, ain't getting any younger. Should probably start a podcast. And uh, however I'm feeling, that's that's how it comes off. Hope I explained that well. I'm just rambling. Um, but if you are one of the people, whether I've known you forever or whether I don't know you at all, whichever category you fit in, if you've hit me up and, and told me, you know, that you're inspired by this or that it's funny or that, uh, you know, whatever nice things you have to say, I really appreciate it. I, and I'm not just saying that I realize that's something that people say all the time and the chances are they really mean it. People say thank you all the time. Like it's an Academy Award speech and shit, but I really do appreciate it. It makes all the difference in the world and it literally makes me want to keep going because like I said this is kind of a pain in the ass to me it's not fun but it's it's I get something out of this I'm not entirely sure what it is yet because we're just in the beginning stages but I I do know that I'll I'll have that aha moment as they refer to those and I'll figure it out like oh that's what it is Maybe that'll come later on when I do get guests and I get, you know, I kind of build more of a of a community around this. That's a weird way of explaining it. But if you're already in the community, if you're one of the early joiners, I can't thank you enough. I, I truly mean that. So, and if you if you aren't in the community, goddamn, what the fuck are you waiting for? On the way down on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, Overcast, soon to be on Spotify. Subscribe, baby. Uh, share like comment i don't know how does that work that's a facebook thing you know you know how shit works whatever you can do just go do all the things and i i would appreciate it very much because this shit's a popularity contest like i've said before it's not so much that i just want to stroke my ego and scroll through all the comments like oh look at all these people it's that when you leave comments and you and you rate and all that it puts me in better rankings so when people search for content kind of in line with what I have on mine, I'm more likely to show up if it shows the, you know, the algorithm or whatever that people are actually paying attention. It shows the search engines that, oh, there might be something here that people like. The more noise you make, the more noise I can make. And we're making noise together. This really is kind of a team effort. So if you enjoy this, if, if you're getting something out of it, like God bless you, please let people know. I would appreciate it so that maybe they can get something out of it. And then they'll tell me that they're getting something out of it. And then I'll get something out of it and I'll keep going and you can keep listening. And and it'll just be this, this self-sustaining machine. That's the greatest thing about the internet is that it's kind of in our hands. What are you going to do with it? It's in your hands. What you going to do with it, baby? Hear this? That's the sound of me not having a new chair. Like I swore up and down. I was going to last time. I, I, I ain't do that. I, I've been, motherfuckers have been busy. Busy dying, busy working, busy traveling. The last time we spoke, I was getting ready to leave. Uh, I was going to go to London, and uh, I did that. And now, I feel like every time, I I feel like the last three or four times I've done a podcast, I, it's been right before I have to travel. Because right now, I have to leave in, uh, what time is it? I have to leave in a few hours. I'm going to Seattle. And if that sounds crazy, you're goddamn right it's crazy. Cause I was just in London and Gibraltar and then I got sick and now I'm going to Seattle. Try this one on though. It's Saturday. I come back Monday night from Seattle. Then I'm here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then Friday I fly to New York with my wife. Cause it's our anniversary. I'm also, I'm doing a little work in New York, but it was also our anniversary. Not was, it is, it's going to be our anniversary on Friday. So I was like, shit, why don't you come? We'll make a, we'll, we'll make a thing out of it. You know what I'm saying? I got to go there anyway. She likes New York. So let's uh let's go let's go do anniversary things in New York together. And today, like I said, I'm going to Seattle and she's coming with me also and I'm taking my son. So I'm going to I'm going to Seattle for work and I get to take my wife and then we decided to take our son because I don't know. That's the thing. I, I obviously I enjoy traveling. I travel often. My wife doesn't travel as much as I do, but she enjoys traveling. And it's so much easier. It's the truth, it's so much easier to travel without kids, obviously. It's so much easier to live life without kids. But a big reason I have the passion for traveling that I do is because my parents kind of made sure I traveled as a kid. We didn't have a lot of money by any means, but we we're always kind of taking road trips or, you know, we're they were saving up a bunch of money and flying to Hawaii because that's where the family's at. 
So I'd already, I'd already been on several planes by the time I was 12. And it's crazy because I talk to people now and I forget that most people don't travel. Like a lot of people, it's obviously a billion, billions, billions, billion dollar industry. But for the most part, most people don't travel. You know what I'm saying? They might take a little road trip. They might go camping. But motherfuckers don't just be getting on planes and going to different countries. And that's something I've... I don't know if I've taken it for granted because I'm, I'm, I'm grateful every time. The fact that I constantly talk about it and, and vlog about it and, 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 and post photos and whatever that shows you that like, no, I'm well aware that this shit's tight and I'm, I can only be grateful for it. So, but, but I've, what I'm getting at is I've kind of, it's easy to forget that most people don't travel because I'll talk to adults and they'll be like, yeah, I've never been out of the country. I'm like, wait, like never, like not even Mexico. People don't travel. I know several adults who they've maybe been on like four planes in their entire lives and they're older than me, like four plane. I was on four planes last week. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to be on a plane in a few hours. I'm about to be on a plane next weekend. And after that, I might go to Japan. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still waiting to hear about that. But then I'm, I'm going, I'm like, I, I get around this motherfucker and I like it. It's hard to live life when you're not traveling because you're constantly planning the next time you're going to travel, but you know, you roll with it. It's an extremely great problem to have. It just makes getting into any kind of groove almost impossible. You have to be extremely disciplined, which I kind of consider myself. I'm not extremely disciplined, but I'm, I'm, I'm more disciplined than the average. And that's because my life's so crazy. So if I have no discipline, I'm going to go off the motherfucking rails. So I stick to my exercise. I stick to my, my loosely stick to my diet. I'm always reading something. I'm always kind of making things. I'm taking pictures, recording podcasts, doing videos. You know, you know how, if you're listening to this, you know about my life. But for the most part, people just wake up and go to work and then go home and go to sleep. And that's fine. Like I'm, I'm big on if, if that's the life you want, God bless you. But uh, the the fact is there's a lot of people who want to travel who don't have the means to travel and i'm very lucky like like motherfuckers think like i have all this money and i'm just like yeah well, i think i'll go to spain run it like let, get the tickets let's go it's not that is that i'm i'm extremely lucky to have a job that keeps me traveling and it just happens to be in line with what i want to do so i kind of make I'd live my life around that. And, uh, you know, and then other times there are places that I just want to go. Like when I went to Cuba, that wasn't job related. I was just, me and a couple of friends were like, damn, we should go to Cuba. I was like, shit, like, you know, I'm down to go. So I just bought the tickets and went. So that's cool. But for the most part, whenever I travel, it's not just cause I, I want to, it's cause I have to, and I want to, but, um, but so what I was saying was it's a lot easier to travel without kids, but I want to instill in him that kind of, it's not, it's not that I want him to want to travel. It's, I want him to know that he can travel. A lot of people don't even realize that there's a whole world out there and there's airplanes and trains and taxis and bicycles and all kinds of ways to get out there to the world. It's a lot easier not to, it's a lot easier to not do everything, but the satisfaction that comes from traveling is not for everyone, right? If you don't like to travel, don't travel. But if you want to travel and you don't travel, you should try to figure out how to travel, whether that's save money or try to get a job that, uh, that enables you to travel. There's ways. And I realize it's easy for me to say, because I just kind of fell into this, but having been in this place for a while, it's, it's absolutely, there's nothing like traveling. There's nothing like I, I go to sleep at night and I, I'm just marveling like, wow. So that place I was in a year ago is still there. Like that bartender is probably still there serving drinks to this day has forgotten me a year ago. And I still remember her or him and they're just there. That's where their life is. And mine is here. And every once in a while I get to go tap into theirs but they're stuck there. And that's crazy to me. Like I know bartenders in every corner of the world and that shit, that shit blows my mind. If I smoke a little too much weed and I start thinking about all the places I've been and all the people I've talked to 
And the fact that all those places and people are still there somewhere, just kind of existing, that shit will make my head explode. That's what I like about traveling. It's like you get to, I mean, there's no need to, to make an analogy. Like it's literally that. You get to get in a, in a metal tube and fly through the sky to another part of the planet and see what the inhabitants of a place, what they do. That's just crazy to me. And so I want, I want to instill in my son that kind of, uh, that awareness that like, yeah, there's a whole world out there and I can get out there if I, if I want to, because a lot of people don't have that. So the complicated part is in order to do that, I got to bring the motherfucker with me, right? I, I, when I travel, I like to while out. I like to, I like to, I like to stay up all night and walk the city. And uh, up until recently, I like to get all fucked up and, you know, see what kind of trouble I can get into, but I haven't been getting fucked up and my life's been better for it. But, uh, if I hadn't stopped drinking, I definitely wouldn't be drinking this weekend because my son's going to be with me. So London, London was, eh, <laughs> Gibraltar was great. Um, you know, London, I'm not going to talk a bunch of shit on someone's country and culture, but like, it, it was all right. It was all right. Um, I don't know what I was expecting. I wasn't really expecting anything, to be honest. It was just a layover, but it, it almost feels like I spent more time in London than I did in the actual place I was going. But um, London is like an older New York with way more pretentiousness, if that's even possible. It's like London is New York with less culture and more snobbiness. Here I am. <laughs> I said I'm not going to talk shit on someone's country, and here I am. But... I don't know. What I'm getting at is, you know, fuck the British. Fuck English people. I'm just kidding. I would never just make a sweeping generalization like that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan. It was cool. Um, I won't go out of my way to go back. Like, I'd go to England. You know what I'm saying? Like, I realize London is in England. So me judging England based on London is like someone coming to L.A., and being like, fuck, America's trash. It's like, <laughs> there's, there's a whole lot of places you could go. You know what I'm saying? And so I would never just write off England because London was not necessarily for me. Uh, there's a lot of places in England I wouldn't mind going. None I can name because, you know, it's England. I'll spend time reading about England. I read about fucking Argentina and uh, 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 Jamaica, Amsterdam. No one, No one's dying to go to England. But, uh... If, if, you know, if they send me back to London, I'll go. Would I ever save money and, and round up the squad and be like, yo, we got to go to London? Hell no. It's not happening. But no, it was cool. I have an entirely new respect for shoes. I'll tell you that much because we walked. Again, you can watch all this, right? I, I, I put the effort into making a vlog. I started a vlog and that's real. If you've already seen the vlog, you know, in the very beginning, I talk about I was eating a cookie and literally it was like the best cookie I've ever had in my life. And if you know anything about me and my wife, you know, my wife is a hell of a baker. So that's saying something. But I was eating this goddamn cookie that was so motherfucking good that I was like, yo, I, I got to document this. I got to pull, pull my phone out. Motherfuckers need to know about these cookies out here. And I pull up my phone and I film the cookie and then I film myself eating it. And I was like, huh, I should start a vlog. And, 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 and I did. It was that simple. I put no other thought into it. I just started walking around filming shit. And I was like, yo, it would be cool to like cut in shots of me just like staring around like on some reality show shit. Like, I don't know. It was probably a little corny, but I don't know. I don't give a shit. It was, it was fun. It was cool to make. It was It's cool to watch. And I'm going to keep doing that. In fact, I just bought a gimbal. I know. I go down the rabbit hole. You guys know my, you know my C's by now. I go down the rabbit hole. I get obsessed. And then I, and then I, I, I just go. So I just bought a gimbal yesterday. It's like a smooth cue or whatever. I'm not 100% stoked about it, but I got 15 days to return the motherfucker to Best Buy, baby. So I'm going to take it to Seattle with me. I'm going to take it to New York with me. And then... You know, if I love it by then, I'll keep it. If not, uh, the people at Best Buy can go ahead and hold that. So um, the point is I'm going to keep doing these little travel vlogs. I'm going to do vlogs at home, too, because I got interesting shit happen. Interesting shit happens to me at home, too. 
I'm a, I'm starting a little company and I've already started vlogging like the beginnings of it. We're not going to talk about that, but we damn sure are going to talk about it eventually when, when the shit kicks into gear, it's a waiting process right now, paperwork, paperwork, so on and so forth. We'll talk about it in the future, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing this vlog thing. I don't want to be the, the dude who has to put out a video every day because I know a lot of those guys and they don't seem happy because it's all they do. And frankly, I, I don't want, I don't want to do anything every day. That's crazy. I could barely podcast every week. I, I, I ain't filming myself every day. So yeah. So on the way to London, I started a vlog and, uh, it's on YouTube. And the, the second episode, the Gibraltar episode is almost done. I wanted to get it out before this weekend. Cause I'm now I'm going to have two to put out, but you know, I'm in, I'm in technical debt to my fucking eyeballs. Like I owe people videos. I'm working on, I'm working on a web series with, uh, with a friend of mine. I do a lot of things and I don't know. I don't know how to say no to people. It's my problem. I'm getting better at that. And it's hard to do anything consistently. And I want to do everything consistently. Anyway, um, so London, fuck London. No, um, I'm just kidding. I really am kidding. If you, if you live in London um, and you're listening to this, first of all, that's real tight. I appreciate you listening to me from London. I love your country. It's a great place. Um, we walked for 24 miles through London all night because we got to London at, I think it was like 6 p.m. or something, and we had to leave at 5 a.m. the next day. We had a hotel room, so we just dumped our shit in it, and we walked around the city all night long, and I did it in vans, and I've done that my entire life. It goes hand-in-hand hand with the sickness thing. I think as I get older, shit just isn't as tight. Shit just isn't as easy. So my feet started hurting so bad, and I was just kind of ignoring it, and then finally, I and this is like 10 miles in, Finally, I take my shoe off and I look down and the little, uh, you know, the sole had kind of flipped up. So I'm like on my heel, I'm like walking on this crease and it was like giving me blisters and shit. And so I like an asshole, I ripped the goddamn soles out and I'm like, oh, that'll fix it. The the comfortable part of the shoe, I'll just rip that out and uh, I'll just keep it pushing. That's how things work, right? But uh, so I'm walking on I'm in these shoes and I'm fucking dying and I feel like a bitch because I've been doing this I've been like I'm known I'm known out here for walking around the world for 20 30 40 miles and just seeing seeing where life takes me as that's that's one of my favorite things to do in the world and my knees always hurt after because I got trash knees and my legs are always sore and whatever but like it's exercise it's supposed to hurt after and that's the only way you see things right but and I've always done it in vans and I've always been fine after. Like, again, I've been a little sore, but not like this time. Like, I was crippled. And I kept telling my homie, like, like, bro, my motherfucking legs are dying, dog. Like, I, like more, way more than, than you would assume. Like, I, something's wrong. And he's, he's like, why don't you buy shoes? And I was like, you know, I've never thought of that. So I went to a shoe store, and I looked at all these shoes, and I'm like, god damn, like... I used to be into shoes. I'm not into shoes now. I And that's just because like I have all these other passions and addictions, all of which cost a lot of money. And I can't really afford to spend $100 on shoes because I buy $100 gimbals and $300 recording devices and microphones and camera lenses and so on and so forth. I would rather spend my money there. I would rather have enough money to buy everything I want. Shoes, cars, my fucking fish tanks with piranhas and shit in them. Uh, you know, that's the dream. But for now, I don't have money for $100 shoes. But when, you're, when, when your feet are dying, like, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, there's no way I can paint this picture accurately. Like, my feet were fucking hurting. Worse than ever. Like, I'd take a step and it would shoot up my goddamn leg into, 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 into my soul. Like, that's how bad it was. So I, I go to the shoe store and I'm immediately overwhelmed. They're like, these are the NMDs. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Are these, you mean Adidas? What the fuck's an NMD? Yeah, these are, they're just trying to sell me all this shit and everything's in pounds. So then I have to do like the conversion in my head. I'm like, fuck, this is already too complicated. And so just with all these options, 
I just said, fuck it. I'll rock with the, the <laughs> which is the worst. Like of all the options I had, that was definitely not the right option to take. But I just didn't buy shoes and I just kept walking on the shoes I had. And mind you, I did that for four more days. All like all those stairs I was talking about that I walked up, I did that. I did that in vans that didn't have soles that were already they were already hurting. I walked all through London. I walked all through Gibraltar. I walked all through the airport. Like it was to the point where, just walking from like baggage to the the gate of where the where I get on the plane, that was agonizing. And that's what a couple hundred feet. In a small airport, and they, I did that same thing for 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 twenty four miles. What I'm getting at is, I'm an asshole. That's the, that's what I'm trying to. That's the point I'm trying to make here. I'm an asshole. I should have just spent the hundred bucks, the eighty bucks, whatever it was, and got some shoes. But I didn't because there's too many choices. I've read that recently. the The psychology of selling. They did this study where, in a grocery store, they they set up a booth and they put out four different sodas. And then they announced like, you know, shoppers come try the new sodas or whatever. So people would come and they'd try all four, just a few, and then they would buy the one they liked most. The next day they did this, or no, I'm sorry, the next week, same time, because most people, I mean, some people shop on a weekly basis, right? This is like their schedule. Same time next week, they did the same thing, announced, you know, we got sodas on display, come fuck with them. But they did 16 instead of four and something like 60% less people bought soda because they were just overwhelmed by the choices. That's absolutely my ass. If there's only four, I'm like, okay, cool. I want uh, that one. I'll rock with that one. Shit. If there's only four, I'm likely to buy two, to be honest. If there's 16, if I can't buy all 16, my brain says, why even buy one? That's just, that's just how it is. And apparently that's how most people are. So the fact that I'm, I'm in the shoe store and I'm staring at this goddamn wall of shoes, it was just like, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Cause it's not like it's chump change. I'm spending a hundred dollars on shoes. Like I got to do my, my process. I gotta, I gotta sit on the internet and, and, and read what people are saying about these motherfuckers. Like, I don't know anything about shoes. I do now because I've, I've fallen in this little obsession. I'm not, I'm not turning into a sneakerhead by any means, but I have gone to several stores and tried on sneakers that, that I like, and I don't like them on, on my feet. I don't, I just feel stupid. You know what I'm saying? They're comfortable. They're, they're like these Adidas, Adidas Ultra Boost or whatever. I guess that's what all the, the people are wearing now. I put them on. And especially, man, when you've walked when you've walked through two different countries in vans that didn't have the pads on them, and then you put on a pair of Adidas Ultra Boost, like, I, I'm literally at a loss for words. Like, the, the amount of comfort that you're immediately faced with, it's almost too much. It's like, it's like Nirvana or something. Uh, It's almost too much. So I got it in my head when I got home, obviously. I need a pair of these shoes. So I've been going through all these shoes and then, oh shit, Pharrell has, has Adidas too. Like people know this shit. I don't know this shit. And the Pharrell Adidas are dope. So I tried those on and they look trash on me. I just feel stupid. So all that having been said, I bought more Vans. (laughs) <laughs> because it's, that's that's uh that's my style i've i've bought i've literally bought probably about 12 pairs of black vans in the last i don't know six seven years and then i have red ones and orange ones and fucking spotted ones and so on and so forth i'm i, just, I rock vans you know what i'm saying now i should get walking shoes. I have some Nikes I go to the gym with when I do cardio. So I think I'm going to take those with me to New York and wear those. And there's that little bit of insecurity like, oh, but these aren't the cool Nikes. You know what? Go fuck yourself. Again, I'm 32. The 28-year-old me would have spent $150 on the cool Nikes just so motherfuckers could see me and see me wearing the same cool shoes that every other motherfucker that spent $150 on shoes is wearing. Uh, 32-year-old me, I'm not too worried about that. You know what I'm saying? It'd be nice. I'm not too worried about that because I need that hundred fifty dollars for better shit. It's not that I'm. It's not that I'm responsible. It's just that I have. I have priorities. You know what I'm saying? Shoes aren't a priority. So 
I still haven't bought cool shoes. If there was ever a time to buy cool shoes, it was in motherfucking London when I was in agony, but I didn't. And so I don't know. I just, I just kept it thorough. Walked around London, got back on a plane, went to Gibraltar. And, uh, I feel like I'm redundant at this point, even explaining all this because there's a video on YouTube and you could just watch that. And like in eight minutes, you can get the story, but the punch is I highly recommend you go to Gibraltar. It's tight. It's like they use pounds there. So it's like a British territory. Um, I still haven't totally figured out how this works because everyone speaks Spanish, but the police are like British police. You know, they wear the the funny hats and shit with the checkered stripe around the, around it. And all the currency is, is British pounds, but everyone speaks Spanish. Basically the white people took over is what is what it is. Um, but that place, especially in comparison to, to London, that place is goddamn paradise. Everything's cheap. Everything's laid back. It's almost like an Island. It's, it's, it's damn near an Island. It's a little, it's a little strip of land away from being an Island. If there's a big enough earthquake, that shit will be an Island. So I highly recommend going, um, shit. If you do go hit me up, I, I got some wrecks. You know what I'm saying? So food's amazing. People are amazing. Everyone's cool. Um, it's real laid back. We took the cable car up to the mountain, hung out with monkeys. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I got some God-level photos of, of these monkeys. Uh, if you don't, what the fuck's wrong with you? At Gadzooks, G-V-D-Z-O-O-K-S. You know what I'm saying? I'll I, I, I be out here. I'll be documenting my, my, my adventures. So get it in real time. You don't have to hear about it afterward. But yeah, so we went and hung out with some monkeys, and uh, it was tight, and then we got back on a plane. It was exhausting, because we had been up for several days, and, you know, we just, we don't sleep, we just, we just go. So, that's another reason I got sick, just no sleep, and just the stress of it all, I just got taken out. So, I guess, guys, I guess I gotta be smarter when I travel as shitty as that is, I got to start traveling like a, like a, like an adult. Um, I'm still going to be adventurous, but it's like Anthony Bourdain, right? Like we look at him and he's like, wow, that motherfucker's, he's crazy. He's a savage. He goes out there. He's really out here. He's going all these places. Guess what? After that episode, after all that shit he does in the episodes, he goes right back to his five-star hotel, takes a bubble bath and goes to sleep. That's what I need to start doing. Because I, it's it's becoming, it's not sustainable, as sustainable as it was. I mean, I just gotta grab my balls and stop being a bitch. I mean, you know, it's probably somewhere in the middle of those two. So it's eight twenty two right now. I gotta leave soon. But goddamn, we're over an hour already. That's shit I like. Um, I'm looking at my list. I will tell a story on the plane from London to Gibraltar. Again, exhausted, no sleep whatsoever been walking 24 miles in shitty shoes in pain exhausted get on this plane i look and i'm supposed to have the window right you you look you look down at your ticket you're like god damn hell yeah i got a or f right a or f those are the windows i had f so i'm like hell yeah i got this young window i got a little four-hour flight to gibraltar I'm, a, I'm about to crash b i'm about to crash I look over, there's this big fat English dude in my seat. I'm like, he looks at me, he looks over at me with a smile and I look at him like, what's up? And I don't know, I, I was just real passive. I just took it. He was looking at me like, like, like you don't know you're in my seat and shit. It's one thing, I don't like when people do that shit anyway, right? Like, don't assume I'm not coming for my seat. Because we're still on the ground, motherfucker. If we, if we get up in the air and no one's coming for that seat, it's pretty safe to assume that no one's coming for that seat. So you can go ahead and move over, right? Take the whole aisle if you want. But if I'm still on the ground and people are still coming in the plane, don't be in, uh, in my seat. And then look at me like, oh, is this your seat? It ain't your seat. Does your shit say F on it? No, it probably says E, but you're sitting in F because no one wants to sit in E. I feel you, but guess what? That's how the, that's how the motherfucking chips landed. All right. That F that's me. So get the F out of F so I could put my ass in there. All right. Because I paid for that seat. All that having been said, I didn't say any of that. 
I just looked at him. He smiled at me. I was like, hey, how's it going? And I sat right in E like an asshole because that's a shitty position to put someone in. Maybe that's why people do it. Because what I'm supposed to tell you, hey, bro, that's my seat. I'm going to need you to raise up because that's my seat. And then I got to sit by you for five hours all awkwardly. Like that's why it'd be one thing if you left, but I got to sit next to the dude for five hours. The dude who knows that I kicked him out of the seat he was in, which was my seat, but it's awkward. Maybe it's not awkward for a lot of people, but it's awkward for me. So I didn't, I just looked at him. He smiled at me and I smiled at him and I was like, no, well, all right. This is uh, just how this is playing out. Sat my ass in E and uh, like like a good little boy and just took the shit. So before we even off the ground, this motherfucker's like <coughs> making all these noises and shit. I'm kind of like side eyeing him like the fuck is this fool having a heart attack? Because I ain't doing CPR in this motherfucker. I'll, I'll, I'll smash his chest a few times. You know what I'm saying? I'll Hulk smash his chest, but there will be no mouth to mouth. So I don't have to tell you, bro. We ain't doing no mouth to mouth up here. So we take off and it's like his, his grunts turn into words. So like, he's like, <clears throat> fuck you. <clears throat> and then he looks at me and kind of like smiles and does like the head nod. I'm like, Oh shit. This, this motherfucker has Tourette syndrome. And I, I, I'm sorry to laugh at that. I'm not laughing at his misfortune. It's just like my thought process. I, of course, of course up all night in pain exhausted and now i'm sitting next to tourette's man you know what i'm saying no disrespect right i'm very lucky that's some shit you take for granted i'm very lucky that i get to sit on a plane and i don't have to mumble fuck you to nobody because my brain doesn't tell me to do that you know what i mean that's a real shitty thing for your brain to tell you to do so it gets as it progresses i think he like he tried it once and then looked over and he's like, all right, well, he's not freaking out. So now I could really let loose. So he's, we're on the plane and he's like looking over to the window. And he's like, fuck you, <clears throat> fuck you. And I'm like, well, first of all, like, is this motherfucker talking to me? Like, am I just assuming, am I giving him the benefit of the doubt that he has a condition when really he's just telling me, fuck you? Because if he's saying that, like, motherfucker, you're in my seat. Fuck me, fuck me. But he kept looking over at me and kind of smiling like, and I started feeling bad for him. Right. But again, no sleep, exhausted in pain. My patience is, is, is on the fritz at this point. I got very little of that. And so I'm like, all right, bro, you want to, you go ahead and stay over there and, 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 and make, make all the noises you want. But you know, and it, it was doing the thing, my theory, if you have to sit in the middle seat, both those armrests are your, both those armrests are yours, right? Because window get window, aisle get aisle. What does middle get? Middle gets fucked for five hours. That's what that's what middle gets. So I, I'm gonna at least give me both those armrests, right? Because I, if you're on one side, you can lean that way. If you're on the other side, you can lean that way. Me, either way I lean, there's a motherfucker sitting there. So can I get both armrests, please? And that, that goes for when I'm in the aisle or when I'm in the window, I always, I never use that, that middle armrest because nah, that's, that's for, that's for homie in the middle seat. It's a courteous thing to do, but this motherfucker didn't, didn't share that ideology, right? He was all up on my armrest, yeah, my armrest. Literally, I mean, uh, technically it was his armrest because he's supposed to be in the middle seat, but he ain't in the middle seat. So now that I'm in your seat, I also get your armrest, bro. You can't have my seat and your armrest. It don't work that way. It damn sure don't work that way. So I was getting mad irritated. I was like, sho after a while, I was like shoving his arm off and putting my arm there. Because you know, I started getting a little claustrophobic. Again, I can't illustrate enough how exhausted I was. I was just in a no bullshit mood. I'm like shoving his arm off. And then he ordered food and he's like crunching his goddamn potato chips all out. And then it would take me a long time to explain how upset, how upsetting this whole episode was. Because this motherfucker's just filthy. He's just like, there's crumbs and shit all over the place. And I can deal with the Tourette's, right? Because I have empathy, right? But all this other shit, you being all up in my seat, that's strike one. Tourette's isn't a strike, right? That's fine. I'm not going to hold that against you, bro. The armrest, that's two strikes right there. That's two strikes. So you're already, you're already struck out, bro. And now you're going to put crumbs and shit all over the place. You're going to crunch your potato chips all <laughs> You're going to crunch your chips all out. Why is potato chips such a fucking funny word? I never said, who says potato chips? People say chips. Oh, man. 
That genuinely made me laugh. So he's crunch, he's crunching his chips all out and eating his sandwich. Oh, and this motherfucker. So, you know, they give you the sandwich and they have a little pack of mayonnaise. This fool ate his sandwich and then took the mayonnaise out, opened it, and was spreading it on his finger and licking his finger. And then putting the mayonnaise back on his finger and licking his finger. Like, that's just disgusting, B. I like mayonnaise personally. It's 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 not it's not the mayo that bothers me. It's the fact that you're licking shit off your fingers and you're literally sitting an inch away from me in my seat. All that shit was adding up real fast. And then I swear to God, this is real. And I'm going to wrap this up soon because I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to go on another plane, hopefully not next to this motherfucker. But his his shirt lifted up a little bit on on his sleeve. And I look at this motherfucker's wrists and it looked like leprosy. Like it was like hella dry skin and just all flakiness and then red. And I'm just looking at it like, God, does this motherfucker have the plague? Like what? Who am I sitting next to? Is this motherfucker turning into one of those one of those zombies in I Am Legend and shit? And it was just like mad dry skin. And then I look at the tray table. I'm like, oh, those aren't crumbs. That's my fucking flakes of skin. That's what that is. All of a sudden, I, I wish it was crumbs. I was just complaining about the crumbs. I I, I wish to God they were crumbs, but <laughs> they're crumbs of bread. They they're crumbs of, of body. They're his crumbs. And I was like, yo. How long is this flight, G? Cause I, I I'm about to pop. I'm 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 about to go off, and then it's it's hard even to talk about this. I'm, well, first of all, the whole time I'm sitting next to my on, on my left is is my homie that I'm traveling with, and he's like, "Yo, is this fool talking to you?" I'm like, "Nah, bro. He's he, this motherfucker's talking, but it ain't to nobody." He so, and then of course he laughs. He's laughing his his ass off. I'm like, "Yeah, it's hilarious." Thanks. And so after I notice his skin's coming off his arms, I look oh he he does the <clears throat> fuck you thing again and I look over at him cuz my patience are are gone at this point. And I I want to look at him like I'm just dying for this motherfucker to say something. I wouldn't like punch him in the face, but I'd be like, "Bro, I just I at least need you to acknowledge that you're in my seat, right? All this other shit would be fine without you being in my seat." Right. And you being in my seat would be fine without all this other shit. But you can't be in my seat and do all this other shit. You're asking for way too much from me, dog. I'm a nice dude. I'm a patient guy. But God, everyone got their limits. I look over at him and I look at my shoulder and there's dust all over my shoulder. I'm like, what the fuck is on my shoulder? And I look up and it's a trail of his dead skin that went from the back of his neck onto his shoulder down his arm up my arm and landed on the on my shoulder and i'm talking i'm not talking about a few pieces i'm talking like it looks like someone took a box of skin and just dumped it on my shoulder and i you know that point when you're either gonna freak the fuck out or do nothing it's one extreme or the other i like I, at that point i was gonna get arrested I, I I was going to freak out. I was going to fucking pull the emergency exit and like get everyone sucked out the plane. At that point, I was either going to jail or I was just going to sit there. So I just sat there. That's some real Zen shit. You know, the uh, someone, I don't remember who, it was probably a Dalai Lama or some shit. But someone said anyone can meditate in a temple. It takes a real a real centered person to meditate in a war zone. That's what I chose to do. I meditated in a war zone. I was like, hmm, okay. I accept that. I just casually, I brushed my shoulders off on some Jay-Z and I just kept kept it pushing. I, I put, I damn sure ain't touching shit by any, okay, I, I, I did it with some attitude. I, I obviously, I mean, you got to do it with some attitude. I, I put my hand in my sweater, right? And then I just, I'm, I'm literally doing it right now. Like you can see what I'm doing. I put my hand in my sweater up into the shoulder area and kind of like popped it out a bunch of times to make the skin fly off back onto that motherfucker where it belonged, right? And I just did it like while staring at him the whole time. I did it, I, I gave it like 10 good flicks from the inside and I'm just staring at him and he's not looking at me. I mean, in retrospect, not at the time. At the time I wanted to kill the motherfucker, but in retrospect... 
I mean, I guess I feel bad for him, right? Like that was a that was a traumatizing experience on my end. But again, I don't have to be that guy, so that's great. I'm winning. He has to be that guy, and I mean, who knows why he was on a plane? Maybe maybe there was a family emergency or some shit. I don't think so, judging by the way the motherfucker's licking mayonnaise off his finger like it was all good in the hood. Like, 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 like the world just operates that way. Motherfuckers don't just be licking mayonnaise off their fingers in other people's seats using my armrest. Like, the, the world can't function that way. If we were all that way, think of how the world would be. You're out here acting real disrespectful to the process. Uh, with that having been said, I just took it. And uh, I'm a better person for it. But if that could never happen again, that would be fantastic. And uh, like I said, I'm about to be on a plane in a couple hours. So I repeat, if that could never happen again, you hear me, universe? If that could never happen again, that would be fantastic. But I'm, uh, I gotta go because I'm, I gotta fly to Seattle with my family. So if uh i'm sure you'll see videos of it on instagram if you i mean by the time you hear this i will have already been back from seattle i think i'm going to edit this on the plane and then put it up uh i think i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll, uh, we'll see what happens i stress out about enough in life i'm not going to stress about the podcast i went into this shit telling myself that like you're going to take it seriously in the sense that you're going to do it consistently and, but other than that, like, you know, if you don't get around to it, you don't get around to it. I got a lot of shit that I get around to. And, uh, sometimes this shit kind of falls, falls by the wayside, whatever that means. But I'll say it again. If you're listening to this, if you've given me positive feedback, if you've subscribed and commented and, and so on and so forth, I can't, appre- I, I can't thank you enough. I appreciate you immensely. You make all the difference in the world. And if you haven't considered doing so, I would very much appreciate it. It would very much uh, help uh, just help this whole process. So iTunes, Stitcher, Google Plus, Google Plus, Google Play, Overcast, soon to be Spotify. Hit me up on all those networks. Um, hit me on social. That's at Gadzooks everywhere at GVDZOOKS. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. YouTube.com slash Fort TV, F O R T T V. Subscribe to that. And, you know, just do YouTube stuff. I'd very much appreciate it since I've started this. Numbers are climbing up slowly but surely. Also, fortblog.net. Check that out. That's the blog. Uh, Subscribe to that. I haven't been contributing to that, but I've been writing a lot behind the scenes. We're taking an entirely different turn. I'm going to start pumping out content on there, content I'm proud of, content more more in the vein of, of, of this podcast inspiring shit is what i mean right i'm a motherfucking inspirational person right (laughs) feels weird to say that but apparently that's what we're doing so i I take it and i'm grateful for it and uh, i'm glad i'm glad you're getting something out of this if in fact you are um because i'm getting something out of this so why can't we both win you know what i'm saying why can't why can't we all get something out of it uh, again, thank you very much. I'm going to just kill it right now because I got to get on a plane. So I will talk to you the next episode. This has been the sixth episode of On the Way Down. My name is Gadzooks and uh, Hail Satan. Hail Satan.